highway to the danger zone. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews, an episode that has been a long time coming, an episode that I should have done months ago, an episode I am regretting not doing months ago, and that is talking about Top Gun Maverick. And I'll get into it in a little bit. I'm going to break down new movie releases, new movie trailers, what's going on, some movies that I'm excited about for the month of December. So that's actually where I'm going to get started. The five most exciting movies of December. Again, this is just my list. Your opinion might be a little different. Uh, Number one on this list, and these are in no particular order, by the way, uh, Babylon is probably... Again, again, no particular order, but uh, this might be the one that I'm the most excited about um, just because it's Damien Chazelle. Um, trailer looks very, very intense. Um, don't exactly know what this movie is about just based on the trailer. Um, but again, Damien Chazelle, La La Land, Whiplash, if you haven't seen those movies, would highly recommend. La La Land will not be everyone's cup of tea, it being a musical, but I think if you enjoy movies, you will enjoy Whiplash with Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Check that out. Uh, Empire of Light with uh, Olivia Coleman, directed by Sam Mendes. Um, haven't seen him do a movie in a while. I don't know if his last movie was a James Bond movie, um, but Olivia Coleman absolutely kills in everything she's in. Excited about this one based on the trailer that I saw. Um, other movies, The Fablemans. I know I've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, but it just got such great reviews and it's finally going to be in wide release this month. So I'm excited to check that one out. Uh, Pinocchio, the stop motion animation animated version by Guillermo del Toro, not the Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. That's now on Disney plus do not check that out. Um, but I'm just ex- super excited to check this out. Um, and I like stop uh, motion animation and it's supposed to be really, really good. Um, and it is going to be on Netflix And then the last movie is one that I didn't get a chance to check out in theaters over the last week, and that is Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, starring Daniel Craig, reprising his role from the first movie. I was a huge fan of the first movie. I just love a good murder mystery, and they don't make very many of those anymore. So excited to check that sequel out. That will also be on Netflix. I think it's starting on December 23rd. Uh, Pinocchio, I think, is December 9th, I want to say. So I think next Friday. Um, So excited to check all of those out movie trailers. There were a couple big ones that dropped in over the last day. Uh, Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny. Yes, we have a title. John Reese Davis is the voiceover um, at the start of the trailer. And the trailer didn't have too much of an impact on me. Again, I know I talked about Indiana Jones before on the podcast, not the biggest fan. I think the movies are fun. I like Raiders. I like Last Crusade, um, but it's not a series that I am going to get like out of my mind hyped for, especially after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Hoping, because I know this is going to be Harrison Ford's last one and maybe one of his last movies ever, probably one of his last movies ever. Um, it might be his last movie ever. <laughs> um, I'm really hoping that this movie ends on a, I don't know, just a really good, good note for him. Um, fan of Harrison Ford and yeah, hope the movie is good. The other movie trailer that dropped that I did not watch um, because I haven't watched all of the Disney uh, Disney Plus TV series yet, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. 
yes another marvel movie um so and you might be disappointed if you listen to the end of the podcast if yeah i won't talk too much about marvel but just prepare yourself for next week um but uh with guardians of the galaxy volume three i didn't watch it because i guess there's an hour-long special on disney plus um that i haven't checked out and i didn't want to get anything spoiled even though i'm kind of past that point past the point of caring but i didn't check out the trailer but it is up it's just about two minutes if you do want to check it out online okay and new movie releases uh violent night was the only one that i saw this is david harbour Kind of being this vengeful, vengeful uh, Santa Claus. It's kind of a violent, dark comedy. Um, audiences are loving it so far. Critics were pretty indifferent. It's a little below a 70 on the tomato meter. It's kind of middling, though, on Metacritic. So I don't know. Maybe I'll end up checking it out. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but let's get into the main event. The Danger Zone, Top Gun Maverick, uh, which came out in May after a super long delay. Um, there were a lot of reshoots with this movie. A lot. So much went into this movie. It's honestly ridiculous. Tom Cruise and the rest of the cast actually had to learn how to fly these fighter jets. Everything that you see for the most part. There's a little movie magic, of course. But pretty much everything you see in this movie, they actually did. Which is actually absolutely mind-blowing. And I did this... I watched this movie the complete wrong way. I watched it on a laptop. Yes, I had a good pair of headphones, but this movie for me was maybe a 7 or an 8 out of 10. Loved it. But uh, it would probably have been more like a 9 if I would seen it in theaters, and I am writing that wrong this weekend. I am going on Sunday. I'm doing a double feature. So Top Gun Maverick is going to be one of those movies. I will talk about the other movie at the end of the podcast, um, but I'll break down the plot really quick. Top Gun Maverick takes place 30 years after the original movie. It's continuing the story of Pete Maverick Mitchell, played by Tom Cruise, and he is still serving as a in the Navy as a test pilot. He's never moved up in the ranks just because he plays by his own rules. But uh, Tom Iceman Kaczynski, who is kind of Maverick's rival turned friend in the first movie, asks him to return to Top Gun Academy to train the next group of pilots. But, of course, Tom Cruise at first doesn't really want to do this. And then the emotional element of the plot comes through when you learn that Goose's son, Rooster, is now part of Top Gun Academy, played by Miles Teller. And the whole movie is about the relationship between Rooster and Maverick and trying to patch things up because spoiler alert if you haven't seen 1986's top gun but uh goose dies in the first movie and so both maverick and miles teller's rooster are carrying a lot of baggage and you find out more about their relationship and why it is so frayed not just because of goose's death um you find out a little bit more about what is going on between the two of them. And that's what the movie is really all about. Uh, there is a love interest played by Jennifer Connelly. She does a really good job in this role. Um, but that was part of the, that was a part of the film that was just a little bit weak for me. Maybe I'll feel a little bit differently when I see it in theaters. I don't know. Um, and then John Hamm is also in this movie playing generic, annoying commanding officer who can't stand the way that Maverick does anything because he plays by his own rules. Um, definitely a weak spot in this movie. Um, 
yeah, I, I John Hamm is just such a talented actor, and to have him in this kind of role um, was a little disappointing. It was just like, okay, we ha- I guess we have to have this character. So yeah, there he is. Um, but yeah, I'm going to talk about some things that I really liked about this movie. A couple things that I didn't think were so great um, before I start wrapping up here. But this movie probably has the best action sequences I've seen since Mad Max Fury Road. The fact that the actors really did this and went through all of this training in order to get ready for these roles is commendable. It was, yeah, it's like nothing I've ever seen. Um, so it it deserves praise for that. Um, I, I do think the movie is a little overrated. I think people were too hyped on it, but maybe after I see it in theaters, maybe I'll feel a little differently. I'm sure I will. I think it's just a movie theater movie. And finally, I'm excited to correct that wrong. Anyway, action sequences, super exciting. There's great emotional moments in this um, between Iceman and Maverick, Rooster and Maverick. If you are somebody who cries at movies, tears may be shed. So just be uh, be warned. Um, I think the pacing of this film is excellent. Um, Whoever was in charge of editing this movie or whichever people came together to edit this movie um, did a fantastic job. There are pretty much no lulls from the first uh, sequence where Tom Cruise is trying to go Mach 10 in a jet from there. It just, it never lets up. So this is a movie that is just like a nonstop thrill ride and is a large is a large uh, reason that I'm going to see it uh, again on Sunday. Having just seen it this past week, I'm going to be seeing it again, but I'm like, I don't, I don't even mind because I don't know. The movie is just so exciting. The soundtrack, they knocked it out of the park. Of course, the original Top Gun is famous for its soundtrack. And some of those songs are brought back, including Danger Zone. But there's a lot of new songs in here as well. Uh, some of the original music, um, I know like uh, Lady Gaga did a song here. Maybe you won't love that so much. Um, but I think just the soundtrack that at least plays during the movie um, is top notch. Um, so yeah lots of positives for this movie and the acting is is very good as well um but i'll get into a few things that i didn't like so much about this movie um certain characters are just kind of relegated to being background characters they do a good job at the beginning uh, in this bar sequence of introducing all of the characters but then after that you you think you're going to have this connection with a lot of them, um, but it ends up only being a few of them. I think it would have been really hard. There's just so many different characters to juggle. So it's not that they do necessarily a bad job of doing it, but there were just some characters that I wanted to be a little bit more fleshed out. Um, this is going to be just, I'm not going to spoil exactly what happens, but if you haven't seen the movie yet, if you're like me and you are very, 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 very late um, <laughs> to seeing Top Gun Maverick, yeah, maybe uh, skip to the very end. But anyway, there are a couple moments towards the end of the film where certain characters are rescued from certain death. And it's it's very predictable what is going to happen, um, first of all. And then two, it's just you, again, you have to suspend your disbelief for a little bit and just kind of go with it. Because, yeah, it's just characters getting kind of you know, just saved at the last second and it happens a few times. So it's a little much. But anyway, um, and then just some of the I, I, this is a big one. I, I get just the plot as a whole, like the mission that these pilots are going on. I I think that the Navy and the military, I feel like they could have come up with a much, much better strategy for what they're trying to do. Um 
one that doesn't involve such risk and putting like the Navy's best pilots in danger um, in such a extreme way. But anyway, the movie wouldn't be as exciting um, if they <laughs> did it the way that the military would probably handle it. But anyway, I digress. Those are really the the things that kind of stuck out to me that I didn't enjoy so much. Um, but yeah, for not remembering the original Top Gun very much, um, for not being remember from what I remember, not being a huge fan of it, I liked this movie a lot. Uh, people were right to say that it is it is a great movie. It is a great action movie. The action sequences, the soundtrack, the fact that the pacing is just so well done. Uh, this is a movie that is going to be quite rewatchable for me um moving forward um i think like i said i'm going to see it again on sunday it's a it's a movie that i will probably see uh, multiple times over the next couple of years um just because yeah i had a really really good time um yeah there are some moments that might cause you to roll your eyes a little bit um just with decision making and just characters just getting out of situations that they have no business getting out of but i would highly recommend um checking this one out it is uh currently uh it's still in theaters like is it, um but it's kind of just scattered around so you might have to find a theater that's a little ways away to go see it now um but i would definitely recommend going to see it in theaters don't do what i did and watch it on a laptop um i'm very much looking forward to checking it out again this weekend and speaking of this weekend and the double feature that i had mentioned earlier I am going to be checking out. We know what you whisper. They have lost their protector. Now is our time. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It is happening. A movie that I said I was not going to see in theaters. I'm going to see it. Uh, I recently joined AMC Stubbs, so it's like you pay $20 and you can see three movies a week. This is not a plug for that. I'm not sponsored by them. Uh, but I am going to do the movies quite a bit now um, just to get my money's worth. So I am checking out Black Panther while it's in theaters. Um, I think, let's see. Well, I left the theater. I didn't see Doctor Strange in theaters because the audience was so terrible. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully the audience is better for this one. Um, I did see Thor in theaters, so I guess that was the last Marvel movie I saw. So that wasn't that long ago. But I am mildly excited to check out Black Panther. Uh, I'm not excited about the runtime, which is two hours and 40 minutes. There's going to be a lot of movie uh, on Sunday. Um, <laughs> watching Top Gun followed by Black Panther. I'm in for, yeah, about a five-hour experience. But I will uh, be back next Saturday. I will give my thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda forever. And yeah, kind of talk a little bit about Marvel and the new direction they are in and kind of the movies since Endgame and what I've thought about them. So it's going to be it's going to be a very superhero-y episode of Ryan's Reviews, and I know some of my listeners are not big superhero fans, so skip a week, come back in a couple weeks. Um, I don't know what I'll be watching in a couple weeks, but yeah, skip next week if you are not into uh, the superhero genre, but hope you can tune in, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I will be back next week. <laughs>